Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. I'm Roxy and I have an unapologetic approach to everything I do. Y yo soy Ruby, a traditional woman with a modern perspective on life. We're going to be talking about social media, hot topics, pop culture, relationships, politics, sports, and everything in between. Buckle up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Prepare for takeoff. Three, two, one. with Roxy and Ruby. Ruby woke up colorblind this morning. That's not true. I'm not <laughs> walking around with my bra showing. She's wearing a sexy dress. It's like kind of tan orange with a black bra. That's a super fashion fail. Okay, this is what I'm going to do for you. This was just for TV, okay? It was not showing. It's just that I didn't have a better push-up bra because if I don't wear a bra, then my boobs are going to fall Oh, down. yeah. Ruby, oh, my God. You see, this is when we need to have, like, a camera in the studio because Ruby just took off her bra. But, see, my boobs are down, you know, like, to my waist. Ruby, what size do you wear? I mean, what? yeah, what size is your cup? <laughs> Male, oh, my. Double D or triple D, depending. You're a, I'm a double D. But you, you have more, uh, what, how come yours look bigger? No, that bra looks enormous. I know, but my boobs do not look like yours. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe because they get more attention and more love. They say when something is active, they Okay, why are you trying to say, (laughs) Roxana? We already know from our last show that no no tan picado por tres años. So maybe they need a little bit of love and attention. Ruby just threw her bra at me. <laughs> Throw it at Anthony better. No, but seriously, how are you? Everything in the news right now is all about um, Kanye West, right? Everybody's oh talking God. about Kanye West. Oh, yes. You know, I was covering his story for Telemundo, actually, and uh, I was outside the hospital because he had a... Uh, <laughs> A meltdown, you know, there were, there was just a series of events that led to him being hospitalized. Uh, he had a few concerts where he didn't either sing, he just sung a few songs, and he talked about Donald Trump, how he was supporting him. He called out Jay-Z and Beyonce, yeah. which are supposed to be son amigos. And I'm like... De muchísimo tiempo. De muchísimo tiempo. They're like, you know, another power couple. Jay-Z and Beyonce, yes. I've seen them double date mm-hmm. with Kanye and Kim. Mm-hmm. And he called everybody out. And Even, even uh, the black community, you know, the African-American community. He said, you know, stop being so focused on, on race and... I mean, it's, you know, eso está pasando. Racismo está pasando. But you know what I think? It, it's kind of it's crazy if you really think about this whole situation because Kanye West and a lot of people that speak the truth are told that they're nuts and that they're insane. No, because but, muchas de las cosas that he was saying are true. Like, he was like, you guys are blind. Stop being puppets. Like, wake up to living, you know? A lot of the rants he went on, 
Now people are going to think I'm crazy because I'm, you no, know, but, but seriously. He, he needs to respect the public. They pay for a ticket and he didn't sing. He didn't perform. Yeah, that's true. He a lot of his fans are pissed off. Yeah. I mean, you need to respect the, your followers. You know, he showed up for, you know, two songs or something. He was late. I mean, you need to respect your audience. And he didn't. And actually, his physician was the one that called um, 911. They just released the 911 call. Yeah. And actually, he was, uh, lo llevaron esposado. There's like a law or a code. It's called 5150. That one, exactly. When you are basically considered a danger to yourself. Exactly. You know, so I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, we all knew he was a little, you know, conceited, but this is something beyond that. Well, I was reading an article the other day, and you know the Cheeseman articles like USA Today or US, whatever, all those magazines, they were saying that all the Kardashian women ruin their men. Because if you think about it, Chris Jenner. Oh, my God. That is so true. Bruce, <laughs> what happened to Bruce? He turned into a woman. And he was a hero. I mean, he's still a hero, you know, but that that's what happened. What happened to Lamar Odom? <gasps> that is so true. He was caught in a brothel. He got into drugs. The only one that's somewhat normal, and now they're saying that they're back together, is Courtney and Scott. She's the only one that likes white boys. Or he's, I don't even think, what is he? He's like a Scottish or something like that. Well, but he has a drinking problem. Like, do you know him healthy. personally? No. How do you know then? We all know. Do you believe that she's missed? No, he, he, he Tú sabes cómo son los medios. No, but the, the, it's in the reality show. He has a drinking problem? Yeah. I think they big it up a little bit for the Kardashians, but he seems like the most normal out of all their oh, boyfriends. Oh, no, baby. No, 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 no. Oh, no, Ruby's no, no. kicked it with Scott. With Scott. She well, knows him. I watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to admit that. <laughs> I yeah. watch that show. <laughs> and who else? I mean, uh, who else has messed up their boyfriend? Solo falta el tiger. Something's gonna happen with him. Oh he's, yeah. But actually, he. But he's not, a newbie. He's a newbie, and the and Kylie and Kendall are not Kardashians. They're Jenners. So who knows? Maybe they don't mess up their men. That is true. You know what I'm saying? And now Kanye. But I'm hearing rumors are saying that Kanye, that Kim is sticking by his side. She's being a great wife. She's being very attentive to him. But I was thinking about this the other day. Kanye y la gente en ese nivel. Están en otro nivel of, of, can you imagine, Ruby, you go to the grocery store, you go to, you know, things that you like to do, and everywhere you go, there's cameras, or everywhere you go, there's people bugging you for a picture. But you're making money out of it. So you're making your money business. out of it, but damn, people need privacy too. But they they kind of, you know, their whole business has been to make money off of who they are, and now I think that they're overwhelmed. It's I feel revalsaron. Yeah, I feel sorry for Kanye because he was a true artist. I mean, Kim Kardashian, she's a, you know, she's What is she? She's just she's just pretty. She's pretty, you know, and she's used to the paparazzi and all of that, but Kanye, he's a great artist. He's a great musician, you know, and a producer and all of that. And, and he just kind of got into all this mess and now, you know, we see the results. I just say if you need help, go to go 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 get therapy. Yep. Seriously, go to rehab. Like there I think a lot of people, especially Latinos, um, just people in general have too much pride and ego to check themselves into rehab to say, you know what? Like I have fucking issues. I I didn't have a good relationship with my father. I didn't have a good relationship with my mom. Like I need to talk it out because I'm an angry motherfucker. There's a lot of angry people yep. walking around in the world that don't deal with their shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, now we know that he needs ongoing uh, physiolo- physi- psychological psychological, and medical treatment after, you know, this series of events. So I... he's being, you know, checked. Yeah. Well, you know, I seriously, I mental illness 
is a big issue in the world. Y I think a lot of people no lo toman en serio. There's like, oh, we use the word very lightly. Like, oh, she's crazy. Oh, he's crazy. Like me, you know, I'm crazy. But it's, it. some people are born with chemical imbalances. Like they're born like that. Yeah. And they have to take medication in order to beat depression, in order to beat their schizophrenia, in order to, they their bipolarness. Like, hay gente que en realidad está enferma. And, and we, it's not, it's not enferma. I mean, it's just. No, a, it's a sickness. Yeah, I mean, it sounds, it's just an imbalance. Mental, know? mental illness, it's, it's a, it's an illness. Yeah. It's a disease, no? Would you, would, would we want to classify it as a disease? Sí, es como, es como, es un, es un, See what I mean? People take it lightly. You're like, oh, it's nothing. No, no, it's not nothing. Like, I I, I suffer from anxiety. You do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, Ruby, a couple of people wrote to us on hashtag Roxy and Ruby Mm -hmm. saying, has um, has Roxy, has Ruby, uh, is she still not smoking? Yeah. People want to know. No, I haven't. You haven't gone back to cigarettes? No. Ay, Dios mío. Gloria a Dios. (laughs) (laughs) Good. So you've been, what do you do when you're anxious? And you want a cigarette? Uh, okay. Um, Spill it, Ruby. Don't hold back. You know, no, you know what? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna confess something. They told me that, uh, like three weeks after you stopped smoking, you were gonna, you, I was gonna start coughing all this like phlegm and stuff. Oh my it, god, that is so sexy. Dis- I, that's disgusting. I know, <laughs> and I did. And I did. So you kind of just, you know, like. Slowly but surely, you're detoxifying yes, your body. And you just see that and you're like, oh, my God, you know, that's what I'm. But I, I, I do take medication for for anxiety. Really? Yeah, I do. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. See, but it is a serious problem yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I've met people that suffer <laughs> from anxiety that can't drive, girl. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, it's not like No, that. but there's people that they can't drive. Yeah, yeah. They have to be driven. They can't be around a lot of people because they get nervous. And so, yeah, I mean, really, we need to bring like an expert onto the show to talk about. Yeah, for sure. You know yeah. what it is to have a mental Mental to be mentally imbalanced, right? Yeah. So, I think we, as a society, we need to really, um, you know, pay attention and not take it so lightly, and really feel more compassion. I really, I know a lot of us in media, we report what is being written, and yeah. but we really all need to have more compassion for people like Kanye West. And like he's know, a human being, and you know what? And understand your body when your body speaks to you. Like now, I understand when I start feeling a certain way that my anxiety is coming back. Yeah. So what just, do you do when you feel like an anxiety attack coming? Well, I used to smoke. You know, now I take a deep breath. I take water. You know, I drink a lot of water. If I have time, I go to the gym. If I'm working. Let's take a deep breath together right now. Like, do your nose. Ready? Real quick. Yeah. Everybody that's listening to us right now. Ready? Do your nose. But like a super deep breath. Hold it. You're not smoking weed, Roxy. <laughs> no, we're taking deep breaths right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh, no, but listen, we have an awesome guest that will be joining us um, actually next. Mm -hmm. She, you want to introduce her, Rumi? You do it. You do it. You do it. She's awesome. She's awesome. She's a stand-up comedian that's been a stand-up comedian for 18 years. And we're going to leave you with this. She is related to the Kennedy family. We're coming back with her on CVSplay.it. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 
Hey, it's your girl Amber Rose, and you're listening to Risque with Roxy and Ruby. From one bad bitch to another, these ladies know what's up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Welcome back to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. And remember, uh, tell your friends to download the app so they can listen to us every week. Every Wednesday, a new episode goes up. So we want to make sure that definitivamente no se lo pierdan. Eso sí. Okay. Um, I have a confession to make, Ruby. A ver, dime. Last night, I couldn't sleep. Why? Because I just, I don't know, my mind gets very creative in la noche. Mm-hmm. And so I I got this curiosity. I've always been, uh, I've always wanted to know, like, where I come from. Right? I know I came out of my mom's vagina. But I'm talking about <laughs> genetics, genealogy, all that stuff. So I went onto this website where you could do a DNA test. And um, I'm going to get this kit shipped to me for $99. You put saliva in it. And it breaks down whether you're like part African, yes. Asian. So who knows? I might be part, you know, North, South African. And I don't even know it. So I'll let you know when I get the results. I'll keep you guys posted. Okay, okay. <laughs> When I'm up late night, I just want to shop online. It's terrible. Oh, my Lord. Okay, okay. So we have our amazing guest. Yes, our lovely guest who is the new Fiona on the show, Showtime's hit show, Shameless, Miss Mary Mary Kennedy. Kennedy. Hello. Hola. How are you guys? Fabulous. (laughs) Excited to have you. And I'm sure you get this all the time. So, Mary, are you really related to the Kennedys? I am. We actually did the... Well, I knew early on that I was, but my mother-in-law did the ancestry thing. Oh, so and, and so I great... know I know the real lineage. Um, I am third cousins with uh, John F. Kennedy in the Hyannis Poor Kennedys. We're the poor Kennedys. We're the poor side of the <laughs> family. <laughs> we're the we're the ones that don't live on the Cape. We live on the other side of, of Massachusetts. But yeah, no, we're we're third cousins. Uh, my father spent a summer with JFK. Um, he got a yellow spot he got yellow spotted fever and JFK's nurse took care of him for a summer. And then what? Yes. Oh my God. Uh-huh. And I've heard um, he has more pictures. Oh, my father. Yes. Right, this is what's so funny. And you just heard my Boston accent. Yeah, my, totally. My father, um, I looked through albums as a kid, and I couldn't find any pictures of me and my brother. And I was like, what's going on? I'd see if JFK is a kid. I saw his kids. I saw his picture of him going into the military. And I'm like, Dad, where are we? And he's like, oh, this is your real family. Like, he was totally, I know. And I was like, what's going on? I, I mean, he he idolized them. But the good news is when my father did go to Ireland to visit and he mentioned his last name being Kennedy, he was treated like a king. Wow. Yeah. That, have you experienced something like that? Yeah, when I go to Sizzler and I want a good table. <laughs> and I say Kennedy. Oh, we're good. Yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm in the front. I'm by the salad bar. You yeah. know what's the craziest part about it? Like, yeah. imagine they probably wouldn't even believe you if you said I'm third cousins with JFK. Well, they do because if you look at me and I know we're on radio, I have the Kennedy chin. I have the chin that sort of stops in the middle and takes no prisoners. And I have a very long nose. So, Dude, John F. Kennedy was hot. He no, was. but Ted Kennedy. He was a sexy man. Yeah, but Ted Kennedy had a, a chin and, and a drinking problem. So, you know, that's that's what I inherited. I'm Those kidding. are the genes that you got. <laughs> <laughs> Not the drinking problem, but, the, but the, the chin for sure. I have the Kennedy chin and I have the nose. What's your favorite part about being a stand-up comedian? I mean... I, I remember one time I got to host the Laugh Factory yep. for five minutes on Latino night. Mm-hmm. And I loved it because all I did was talk shit and people would laugh. 
I know. It's like it's like the best form of therapy, and I've been doing it for 18 years, as long as I've been seeing my therapist, so it goes hand oh, in hand. Oh, shoot. <laughs> but um, no, what I love about it, actually, the truth is, is I love connecting to people. I do a lot of crowd work, um, and I love connecting with people and seeing them like go from being kind of annoyed, right? Like they've had a really rough day, and then by the end of the show, they're so happy, and you know, couples come in, and, and they're sort of, you know, they've been married forever, and there's like no love between them, and then by the end of the show, they're holding hands, you know, and, and, and that's what I enjoy. I enjoy making people laugh. I mean, I've been making people laugh since I was a kid. I was an acolyte at the Catholic Church back in Boston, and what? Uh, I was, and I would crack jokes during communion. <laughs> I'd whisper to my other friend who was an acolyte, and I'd say, you know, now I wonder. I wonder if this is going to taste good. You know the biscuit. The, yeah, the, 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 the host, the Eucharist. Yeah, the Eucharist. I used and, to. I got caught. This is a true story. I got caught as a young girl. I got fired being an altar server. Did you really? Because the priest caught me going into the tabernacle. You know, did you grow yeah. up Catholic? We yeah. all grew up Catholic here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Catholicos apostolicos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah, you understood that yeah, one, right? Yeah, bueno. No, yeah. but um, seriously, you know how the priest has is the only one that supposedly has access because it's a very sacred spot. Well, it's all blessed. It's all blessed. It's, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I didn't. That's why I wanted to eat it because I wanted to be blessed. So I went in. I didn't <laughs> oh, think yeah. the priest was there yet, and it's, I went into the tabernacle because I love you know the little osias they melt in your mouth. Ew. Ew. Uh, yeah. No, They're Roxy. Like, you you need some cheese. Oh There's my some gosh. cheese and olives you need. You Maybe need a little pepperoni. First. Little wine. Like you need. <laughs> no, some, seriously. You, that need was, you a should cocktail have taken bar. the wine. That was one of the reasons I would go to church to taste the wine. They would say, El Cariz de Cristo. I'd be like, Amen. I was like, 11 drinking wine. I, I thought know, it was a, a shit. Weird. Yeah, I know. But that's, it's. Oh, my, God. Please forgive me for that. Well, my kids just went through communion. And my son actually had the little little thing on his mouth. And during rehearsal, he spit it out. And like every single altar server there was like. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Wow. And so, yeah. So, so shameless. The show. Yes. It's been. It, this is. It's on its seventh season. Seventh season. Yep. And I'm. I got cast this season. I, uh, I went in on a Tuesday auditioned and going and, up yeah on a tuesday <laughs> exactly and uh i i booked er with the same casting person and so 10 years ago and so i went in and i'd seen him this uh, john levy casting i've seen them before and and th- then i went in for this role and it's for a retired prostitute Holy midwest smokes. midwest retired prostitute now i'm from the east coast the prostitutes in the east coast and the prostitutes out here are very different like how are the prostitutes in the west coast and the east coast different i mean don't prostitutes do the same thing prostitute themselves no they but, have different tri- tricks well Why? no it's not even tricks it's clothes <laughs> like they're really? prostitutes in boston that are wearing ll bean because it's cold so i came in looking kind of rustic I was the rustic prostitute, and I came in with no makeup, nothing jazzy, and I went in and I auditioned. And on a Wednesday, I booked it. Thursday, I was on set. Oh wow! And I wear I wear work boots. I wear a bra. I wear a like almost LL Bean a plaid shirt and a skirt with holes in it. That's my outfit. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And and it's also I, I love what you said. You had audition for ER ten years ago. Yeah, but and I know, got that job. The power yeah. of building relationships because yeah. I'm sure they remembered you. Well, yeah, because they see that's what happens. A lot of people in this business, when they're trying to break into acting or entertainment, they think they got to drop their pants, especially women. Right. Like, oh, my God, I got to give it up because this guy is a powerful guy. And guess what? You do that and you burn yourself. But that's what makes us different girls. Yes. I'm never asked to do that. 
Good. That's great. <laughs> really? I love that. No. The, you, no. You've been uh, asked, right? I, I, no. What's she the needs cra- that. What's the craziest thing you've been asked to do? Oh, craziest thing. I'll tell you. I was Lose on the road. Weight. No. No. Oh, they want me to gain weight. The more, because I'm a character actress, the yeah. more wear and tear that's on this body, the better. So, honey, you ain't gaining no Botox anytime soon. No, God, no. Uh-uh. Maybe, I, I would love... I would love maybe a lift here and there, maybe you know, maybe a, a tune-up, a breast lift. What, or what? Yeah, there's one breast that that points down. So. <laughs> what about Melissa McCarthy now that she's losing all the weight? See, that's the thing, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. See, I think as larger size women, and I will tell you, and it's already out, so it's fine. In Shameless this season, I walk out of a shower naked. Oh, nice. And it's real. Oh, my God, I almost choked on this water. It, it's how real. Do you, how do you do that as an actress, where everybody sees your muffin? The money was, was it hairy good. or not? No, my husband did a spot check before we went in, and uh, and you and you walk out, and you if there's money involved. There's a crew. It was a closed set. They were the most lovely crew. They were so great. But everybody on the show's naked. Everyone on Shameless. So you is feel naked. comfortable? Shameless. Yeah. I well, I wasn't. The first take was scary, but by the sixth take, when everybody had saw saw the you know my junk, but was you're fine. completely naked. Completely. Like like the no. JG out. Oh yes. <gasps> yeah. The did muffin you watch? girl. It was showing. No, I did a little tune up. But no, they wanted Midwest retired prostitute. They didn't want anything. They didn't want me to bedazzle. I mean, so you trimmed it. <laughs> I, of course. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's on <laughs> that's film. Like, that's like a we, we seem to be very intrigued by that, yeah. as you can tell. <laughs> but Ruby, the, do you no, because I wonder, you know, sometimes you know, that's part of the character too. Yeah, do you, you shave? Know? Do you wax? What do you oh, do? No, there's nothing there. I did laser. Oh, you did LASIK? Yeah. Oh, gosh, did that not hurt? Not LASIK, that's eyes. I mean, that's eyes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I would not do. Even though I need it, I would not do LASIK. <laughs> not your war comedian, Mary, you're yeah. rubbing You don't want me, your eye doctor down there. <laughs> yeah. No, hold on. You did laser. <laughs> laser, yeah. So, hold on. Did that hurt, Ruby? Because I've done laser on my armpits. Yeah, And that hurt. kind of hurts, and I had to get numbing cream. Yeah. But with the numbing cream, did it still hurt? It did hurt, but I mean, obviously, you still get a little bit. I still go, I need to wax, but it's like very minimum, but I still wax. I don't like hair. Yeah, I, I don't like hair either. I prefer like it being nothing. Just yeah, like, me too. You know, I feel like it just looks clean. But I, but I look, like if I have to walk, you know, like you in a set full of people, maybe you need some coverage. Of some sort. Not if they're paying you to no, be naked. They, they I probably wanted, would have done they, it too. They wanted me to be like coverage, meaning hair. That's well, what I yeah. mean. No, no, no. And 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 I and I did right. Yeah, yeah. but I, I wouldn't also, have gotten the job because you're hairless. Ex- well, <laughs> but they put some hair there. They put a wig. But, or they, but they didn't check a vagina me. Wig. You guys, I didn't go in the audition and they said, can we see what's going on downtown? No. I've and, never and no, heard. I, I, didn't, I didn't book the job because they said there'd be nudity evolved. And I said, okay, what are you paying? And they were like this. I said, all right. You know, it's a, listen, and it's so for the character. It wasn't yeah. out of character. Like, this is what she would do. And it was a great set and they made it really comfortable. And they the co- I got to do a shout out to the costume folks. I had my own customer that was there with my what? clothes that was female that she held my hand before I went out. And it was great. And the director, Ian McDonald, was wonderful. He was just phenomenal. That's so, awesome. Oh my God, that's awesome, Mary. So, do you do you like talking about politics since you do since you yes. do come from a political family? Yes. What are your thoughts on our new president elect, Donald Trump? Well, I have um, I have a blog called What a Kennedy Thinks. Uh, it's on my Twitter. Awesome. At, at MK Comedy, MK Comedy, um, and 
I'm a Democrat. I mean, I'm, I, I, you know, my last name is Kennedy. My father was a Republican and my father worked for the Eastern um, John McCain campaign campaign when he was running. Um, and so my father was, I would say, fiscally conservative. But I'm a liberal all the way. And so am I crazy liberal? Am I a nutbag liberal? No. But my issue is I think the Obama campaign took so many things, you know, for us, made made equality so present for us. It did. Marriage equality. Yeah. You know, he took all those sort of problems, divisions, and made made things equal, I feel. We're not all equal. It's it's that that's not the way people have their biases, they have their judgments. But I think we all sort of looked at each other and said, you know what? It's fine if two people, man and man and woman and woman get married. And yeah. it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, it's all right. And I think we pulled this and this is in the Reagan administration. We put in religion. He got the Christian vote, which the reason he wasn't Christian, really. He knew it was an untapped market. So he went in and he got that that ultra Christian. Right. That was the first time in politics we had religion. There's a division of church and state. And I feel like Obama really did that. And I feel like we're back into that. Even though Trump says no, people's religious views in the Bible is being thrown around. Yeah, it is. And, and what is your prediction for the next four years? Um, is, it, is it positive or is it negative? Honestly. My hope is we do recounts and the electorate actually speak their conscience. Oh, and gosh. Get, and get Trump her out of there. Get 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 him out of there and put Hillary in. Trump thinks yeah. that recounts is like the... I've been reading some articles on that. He thinks it's like the most ridiculous waste of time. Of course he's going to think that. Well, of course. But, but I think where it lies is with the electorates, the electors, they need to really vote with their conscience. It doesn't matter if you pledged for Trump. If you think that he's a demigod, if you think he's going to run this government like a dictator, if you think we're going to go into fascism, if you think it's going to be like pre-World War Berlin, you've got to get him out of there. It's your your ethical duty. Yeah, everybody feels like, everyone feels like, I've heard a couple people think like he's the Antichrist. I'm like, holy, yo me persino ahorita, amen. But what I can tell you is it's not really Trump Trump is a figurehead. Pence is the one we have to be concerned with because people are like, ah, oh, I'll get impeached. Well, then we have Pence, which exactly. we have the worst problem. And we have to worry about the cabinet. What I found out, because I did, I did a lot of things where I was calling the government. I called Paul Ryan twice. It was like I was stalking him. Anyway, um, I called. And um, the thing is, is that his cabinet's appointed. It's not elected. Now, I have a question. They say yeah. um, Melania is going to be the new Jackie Kennedy. Oh, for God's Oh, gosh. Sake. Hold on. We're going to get your honest <laughs> thoughts on that, coming right back, how the hell do you insult such a classy woman like Jackie? Oh my gosh, we're coming back and we're talking about this. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, it's your girl, Amber Rose, and when I'm not busy handling my business, I tune in to Risque with Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. These are my kind of girls. Things are definitely getting juicy. We are back. Amber Rose presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. And we have the lovely Mary Kennedy, who is the new Fiona on the show on Showtime's hit show Shameless. She plays a prostitute, right? Mm-hmm. A prostitute. That's pretty. Hey, high five to that. Thank you. Seriously, that takes some balls and some guts to play a yep. prostitute on a show. Yep. But if there's money involved, we're there, right? Yeah. Oh my god. No, but we were. T- Ruby um, was saying that she read a couple of articles saying that a lot of people are comparing Melania and saying that she could potentially be 
She was actually asked by Anderson Cooper uh, that they're calling her the new Jackie Kennedy. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, absolutely it, not. Is, do you find that insulting I since you insulting. are a Kennedy? I find it insulting. Okay. Listen, the poor woman married, you know, married a Muppet. I mean, let's be honest. So she's her cho- I mean, Melania. I mean, look at who she married. So I feel sorry for her. I do. I feel like she's getting a lot of crap just because she's married. You know, we can't, you know, a lot of you can't listen. Think my husband does stuff that I don't agree with. I can't be judged because of my husband. Right. We try. Correct. To, but people will still judge but you. People will do it. It's fine. But what I'm saying with her is. I feel like there is, I think it's also because she has been in his shadow. I don't feel there, Jackie had a definite point of view. Jackie. Kind of like Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama had her point of view. Right. And it was, you know, and she was sort of handpicked too, Jackie. I mean, Joseph, you know, uh, the grand, the grand patriarch of our Kennedy family, he handpicked her. She was not, there was, you know, th- that was kind of an arranged marriage. Really? I yeah. never knew that. Yeah. yeah. Because she has How did he handpick her? What were the qualifications? Well, she comes from the Schreiber family. Yeah. And so it's kind of, it was kind of, that's why they called them Camelot. It was like the, the kings and queens, right? And so he had to make sure that her pedigree was good. And it was. Kind of like dog breeding. Yeah. Like, exactly. seriously. Yeah. He had to make sure that she was going to breed well, which she did. I mean, look at those children, you know, my cousins. And, and so, and she had a great eye for art and detail and she was she was presentable yes the thing with melania is first and of she all, had nothing in her past yeah she had nothing well oh except for for um the uh, gray gardens the cousins that lived in that crazy mansion we have cousins that live in a man it's a long story wait but the gray she gardens? didn't do anything no right? she didn't do anything exactly. but but it was a we had a crazy family who lived on hyannis port that lived in this house that was falling around themselves so that was her only sort of you know, like yeah, yeah, little black thing, little on her. black black thing. But but uh, the truth is, is she had a wonderful pedigree. Her and Jack, you know, kids at the White House. I mean, it was it was beautiful. It was a great time. And then unfortunately, got assassinated in sixty three. Right. Um, but the issue at hand is that Melania. First of all, also Melania hasn't been able to show us. If you saw his his speech when he won, it was his son, her son as well, and Pence in like a three shot. There was no women. Melania was not out there. It wasn't just him. It was very clear that there was three men. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. But they're trying to portray this very... how do you call it? Como se dice? Como conservative family. And she, she's we see not. pictures of her when she was young. And no, she she's was, done skin pictures. You know she's what I done, mean? Yeah, she's if, you, if you're trying to portray a, you know, a regular family nowadays, a modern family, then we get it, you know? That's yeah. what you are. But you're trying to represent a conservative family when you were not that then you know and kudos to her she looked i mean she was beautiful beautiful i mean i feel like look melania married donald trump because she was probably looking for a sugar daddy right Mm -hmm. and she saw a guy that could probably save her and her only intention was to be a woman that was taken care of right and now she's like i married a sugar daddy and now i'm the first lady that is crazy like and she didn't want this she didn't want this and that's what i'm saying i i have a lot i'm turning into a compassionate person yeah (laughs) it's the holiday you're too sensitive today no, Roxy. I'm not What's happening? I'm just saying imagine being in her position where you never wanted this and then you ended up being the first woman you have a heavy ass accent she's an immigrant herself well and imagine Against that immigrants. she's an immigrant herself and that's why I'm like sometimes I'm like how dare you Donald talk like that about immigrants when your own wife is an immigrant and she has a good life because of you but she's in the 1% 
She's in the 1%, but still. And that's why. And I'm not saying that's right. I'm I, just saying. And yeah, I can't imagine th- the way her first speech is going to sound. It's going well, to sound copy very, very choppy. She'll copy it from Michelle Obama. I know. (laughs) And another thing they're trying to do, it's suing everybody that speaks lightly of him, that don't have any proofs when he did it. Oh, yeah. They were trying to say that their son, uh, what is his Was autistic, yeah. Is autistic or was autistic? Is he autistic? That's what they're trying to do. Now I really believe he's autistic. Is he? No, no, don't even say it because then they're going to sue you. Oh, gosh. I I don't, oh, my God. Take that out then. Shit. Take that out. uh, You know what I mean? That's even like... Freedom of Well, listen, he's Sue Happy because that's been that's been his power. Trump's power. Um, He's a quote unquote businessman. I I don't know. I say that lightly, too. But, you know, my feeling is, is if we are with Trump and Melania for the next four years and Pence, my feeling is, Melania, use your power for good. Yeah. Stand up for women. You know, like use your power for good. Use use your power. I mean, Michelle Obama. I'm gonna cry when she leaves because I felt oh she my. was so classy. Oh yes, she was. She really united women on both sides of the aisle, Republicans and Democrats. Republican women may not say that, but the truth is, is she was a great unifier. Yeah, I just saw Obama and Michelle on the cover of Essence magazine, and it said like the Obamas. It was just so. I just love them. You know, they're such a power couple. I feel like Obama and Michelle, they they actually do get along. You know what I mean? Well, they really love each other. They love each other. And that is truly, I believe, what Joseph wanted for Jackie and JFK. He wanted that kind of a family, Obama and Michelle and those girls. I think he wanted that. They, there's been no scandals. There's been no with with Obama. He's They've tried to stir stuff up that's not true. But Hey, you know, but let's talk up a little bit about JFK and uh, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, yeah. It happened, huh? It totally did. It totally did. I mean, how could you resist Marilyn Monroe? And what about the uh, the brother? What's his name? Ted. Ted. No, 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 not Ted. The other one. Oh, Robert. Robert. Robert yeah. did it too, right? Well, they say there was a triangle between the two of them. And that the did. two of them and Marilyn. So they were freaks. Your cousins were freaks, girl. <laughs> I, know. I don't think they were in the same room. Let's just be honest. I think I think they probably might oh, have shared Marilyn. Yes. They just but, share the same. But think about it back then, back in the 50s. You know, it was okay. It wasn't okay. I'm not saying it was okay, but you know, Joseph, his dad, was all about power, and I think, and I think it was about well, do what you have to do. They were again, it was like an arranged marriage. You know, who knows what Jackie did? I mean, look at Prince Charles and Diana. I'm not saying it's right, but that was arranged. No, yeah, yeah. That, that's why ha- Diana was getting her shit on the side, and she ended up dying with that guy because everybody. I swear, I think she was being chased down that tunnel. Oh, sure, she how was do, right. How do you think? Um, she died. Who? Marilyn Monroe. Oh, I think I think there's some gray. Me I th- too. I, I don't think it was purely an overdose. I think she knew a lot. Um, you know, uh, and now watch, watch. There's a drone over my house tonight. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think she. I, I think we will never know. I think it, you know. Listen, she was a high profile, you know, actress who knew too much. Whether it was them, I'm not saying it was them, but. You know, it's politics. Yeah. You know? Oh, my gosh. You know a lot, Mary. We could continue. We don't want to drone over your house tonight. No, 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 no. We might want (laughs) to change the topic a little bit. And so Donald Trump uh, criticized Alex Alex Baldwin on Twitter for Mm -hmm. his portrayal of him on SNL saying that it stinks. Wrong. Did you see it? 
Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love everyone's impersonation yeah. of wrong. Donald. I'm sure he yeah. hates every single impersonation. Well, Alec Baldwin always goes wrong, wrong, which I think is so true. It's funny, but he was great, don't you think? As a comedian, what do you think? Oh, I think he's great. But listen, we 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 so quickly forget he called his daughter because he was so pissed with that whole Kim Bassinger thing, right? That was his. Is that his? Was it Kim Bassinger he's married to? Who? Uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Um, Kim Basinger. I think uh, so, yes. I, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and he, he went off on his daughter one day. He went day, off on his daughter and, and called her the piggy, call. right? So, you know, I think there might be a fine line between the two of them. I think he does the character so well because he, maybe this is his penance mm, to play Trump for point. the next four years. He's very good at it. He's very yeah, good he's at it. He's great. He's really, and, and I think, you know, but Trump's going to have to take a joke. I mean, SNL has some really good material over the next four years and he's got a, Trump's, you know, if he's going to be a whiny baby every time somebody makes fun of him, then, you know, what are you doing? I mean, did you see how uh, how tactless he was when Fidel Castro died? Remember I told you um, Donald Trump is actually the one in charge of the POTUS Twitter account. It's right. officially, oh it's been God. handed over to him. So whatever gets posted on that account is is Donald Trump posting. What? So when Fidel Castro died and it, you know, it was a, some people are happy he passed away. Some people are, are very sad he passed away. But he went on Twitter and he put... Fidel Castro is dead. Like, no tact, no class, nothing. President Obama, on the other hand, said such this beautiful statement where it was it was it was beautifully written. I swear this man has so much class. He's uh-huh. learned. He's learned serving eight years in the White House. But I was like, what a difference to what the way oh I mean um Trump delivers it and the way Obama delivers it. It's like, wow, that's what waits for us. But then if you think about it. Fidel Castro is dead. I think what's going to happen is that a lot of people are not going to follow what the president tweets. It's not going to be very involved with politics and and what they're doing. I think it's always going to be reposted. It's always he knows he knows it's always going to be reposted and talked about. But (laughs) but imagine a president like Fidel Castro is dead. That's how he said it. Yeah, but that's how we announced it. I think we also need to think, well, how is he going to work with, you know, the international communities I mean, that's that's frightening to me. He may have a connection with Putin. All right. But what is his connection with the Middle East? What's his yeah. connection with, you Mexico. know, the EU, Mexico? I mean, I, you know, he has no connection. A lot of people are very afraid now that the relationships with Cuba are everything's going to kind of go down the drain because probably because it's because of Obama that that pathway opened. And now that Obama's stepping out of office, everyone's like, what's going to happen? With the U.S.-Cuban relationship. Well, you know, he probably was sitting there at 3 a.m. Trump going, you know, he's dead and Cuba's mine. Yeah. yeah. Guado and mine, Chico. Yeah. No, I can't even imagine trying to do a Cuban accent. <laughs> Mary, yes. so so let all of our audience know where they can uh, where they can find Shameless. When does it come out? What days does it air? Okay, so my car- my arc... My six-episode arc started in October, and it ended the beginning of November. However, they are still, you know, on Showtime, do, you know, doing the repeats, and then you guys can catch it on Netflix. Yes. Yes. I love Netflix and chill kind of days. Yeah, so so uh, keep a lookout for that. Um, and again, my character's name is New Fiona, yeah, uh, yeah. and I am in episode three through eight. Um, and you can always check me out on at MK Comedy, which is my Twitter. 
and Facebook, Mary Kennedy, K-E-N-N-E-D-Y. And we talked about Instagram. I'm starting to open up my Instagram. You Look, have Mary, it. you need to get on Instagram <laughs> because Instagram is the social media of oh, the hello. future, of the Generation Z. You know the Generation you mean the millennials? Z? millennials? No, not millennials. Generation Z are underneath the millennials. So oh, there's more? There's more, girl. <laughs> and they're not going away. And that's the way they consume their media is through tablets, through cell phones. They don't deal with Twitter anymore? They don't. No Twitter? They think Twitter is for old people. So, <laughs> well, and I am old. We're so, officially getting old. <laughs> so you can find me at Instagram. You just told me, mary.kennedy.73550. And, um, Snap, that's a lot of dots. <laughs> Mi vida loca. <laughs> Mary Kennedy, we Thank loved you. you. I love yeah, you. Yeah. Coming back, we're going to be talking to a celebrity assistant. Me encantó Ruby porque pues Mary Kennedy, she touched on how Obama was okay with gay marriage, ¿verdad? Yes. Y we're going to be getting real and raw with him about what it is to be a gay man in 2016. And remember, you're listening to Amber Rose's Risque with Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, it's your girl, Amber Rose, and you're listening to Two Bad Bitches, Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Turn up. Oh, yes, baby. And we're back. You're listening to... Amber Rose presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. What a great show so far, man. I know. Miss Kennedy was here and now we have a very special guest. Celebrity assistant, also known as the homo homie on all (laughs) social media. Eric Velasco. What up, baby? Oh my God. I'm just kidding. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Que vos. No, but you know what's crazy is that cuando uno piensa de un hombre que es gay, siempre piensas of a super flamboyant, como piensas como Juan Gabriel. Mm -hmm. Like, querida. You know what I mean? Pero, (laughs) I've known. Ay, loca. Right? But not all. And we want to just clear up a few things about what it is to be gay. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, that's uh, what we're going to talk about. It's a Latino thing. And uh, in our culture, um, I don't know if you find it as a Latino that we're still close minded. Yes. When no. it comes to the gay community. What do you think? Exactly. You're totally right on that. I mean, being Latino in this community, uh, we're grown up to look at our fathers and, and sh- sh- just uh, see the machismo of being a man and how to you know provide for your family. You have to have a wife. You have to have your kids. You have to have a job. And just, you know, like they say, machismo. You have to be machismo. Well, and being I a provider and having that. a job, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah. you could be gay, straight, purple, or green. Like It's just the whole macho thing about it, though. Like, you have to be a man. A man is a man. And if you see anything, like, remotely of feminism... You look, you're looked down upon, and it sucks. Do you think there's a lot of matches that are still in the closet? Yeah, totally. Ooh. I'm much That are married uh-huh. and they have their little boo boo. It's funny because when I do go out, uh, and I, I go out sporadically <laughs> a lot, actually. West and Hollywood or West what? West Hollywood, everywhere, girl. <laughs> I don't discriminate. <laughs> Even the straight clubs too. I mean, you'll, you'll you're bound to find one of those guys are. That are the DLs. They call them the downloads. But how do how do you necessarily know when a man is straight and they're into like D I C K? How do you know when a man 
is the da- download when you're comfortable around them and you're talking with them and then you know one you, you guys get either drunk and one thing leads to another and touch here touch there and then they start getting curious and then you like like they don't do it there at that point but at some point or another when uh they hit you up later on they're like hey what's up what are you up what are you up to what are you doing oh nothing i'm just chilling at my pad and you know just here you know just but you guys have TV. like a radar, right? Kind of, sort it's of. It's not a radar, it's Ruby. Not, it's, it's the called, gator. It's a gator. The gator. gator. No, it's not. It's not Gatorade. <laughs> the radar. Gatorade. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I've heard, right? Because sometimes when I have a feeling like somebody is gay, I ask my gay friends and they get it right. Well, sometimes I get it wrong because I don't know. I think mine is all messed up. Ahorita, like, fucking, I had one uh, guy come into my work the other day, and I was like, okay, I thought this guy was handsome, cute, and he's totally acting a little bit, like, he was in the middle, but he was acting feminism. You see, you could see feminine characteristics, and he was well-kept, really clean-cut, and no, he... And you went in for the kill. I went in, and I'm like, hey, you know, like, hey, you know, you're a very handsome-looking guy, and da-da-da-da-da, and we started talking, and... And then he's all like, no, I got a, I got a girl. And in walks his girlfriend. And then they're all kissing and da-da-da-da. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? It's, it was like a, it would throw me for a loop. It I mean, I, mean, me I think it's a beautiful thing when a man can be in touch with both his manly and his feminine side. Yeah, because if you think about that. it, we were created from our mother and our father, mm-hmm. right? And it took both of them. I mean, I don't want my man to be more feminine than me because then I'd probably worry. You know, <laughs> yeah. but when a man is into his feminine side and he allows himself to be, um, you know, understand my emotional side, like I appreciate that because if I I can't handle macho men, I'd be like pa fuera. Like you're gonna be in the doghouse every day because. But what's a macho man for you? To me, a macho man is someone that wants to know where I'm at every single uh, second. Um, just somebody that tries to manipulate and control me, and I don't know. I just, freak, yeah. I just control for yeah. And for you, yeah. what what about you? Yeah, somebody that doesn't want me to have a career that wants me at home, you know, taking care of the kids and, you know, cleaning. Just being the regular homemaker. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's shoot, I wouldn't mind, you know, I wouldn't mind that when I have kids. Like, baby, you don't have to work for two years. I'd be like, what? <laughs> what? We're doing the podcast from the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. No, okay. But back to the saucy stuff of, of what, do you think... And, and I'm going to just be very blunt about this. Do you think people are born gay or do they become gay? You know what? It's it's a question that people have asked for, for many years. And it's, to me, I think they're born gay. That's my personal preference. I thought I was, you know, born gay. I know that I was born gay. Yeah, tell I, us about I've that. I've always How was had it a struggle. I've, my, my dad always t- told me, you know, get a girlfriend. Because my dad had a whole bunch of girlfriends. And obviously I have older brothers and sisters that are half brothers and sisters. So I had to deal with, you know, going to each different uh you know girlfriend's house uh for holidays and stuff like that and my mom put up with it but um it's it's it was a struggle for me to see all that and then you know and then you know oh, i have to have a girlfriend and then i have to have another girlfriend on the side and have to you know be this man for my dad and my dad my dad was a mechanic and he was in the army he was in the military and just looking at all that and my dad you know prides his boys what man doesn't pride you know their boys because their name carries on and here's me like fucking I, I i like theater and i like arts and i like singing and i like dancing and acting and and i did all that i was in theater arts i was in music at one point <laughs> in high school i was uh, i tried out for the, the drill team i made the drill team i tried out for the cheer the cheer team i was a cheerleader or as they say for the male uh, version i was a yell yell leader how old were you I was when you oh, when I came out yeah no uh, no no when you started 
realizing yeah i was probably about five okay can wow. i can i can i ask a question like a very raw straight up question of course hello okay. this is risque yes you can because a lot of people say that when cuando salen del closet o cuando se dan cuenta de que son gay it's because they were like sexually abused at some point mm -hmm. is that true, true? Mm -hmm. for some yes and for some no it what just percentage it what just, percentage would you say It's it varies. I mean, the, I mean, I was abused when I was a little bit little, per, you know, little boy, a little you know, person, a little person, a little person, a little, a little was, Erica. It's funny because I was violated by a, bo a, a female first <gasps> and then by a male. Yeah. Wait, who? Okay, wait, wait what? I can't for say I can't say who it was. Okay. But I know I did experiment with the girl. I didn't. I hated it. You it didn't was, like it. I didn't like it. She made a move on me. She wanted to kiss me. She un. She unzipped my pyjama. Her and I were like the same age. We're we're both five and six. We we're playing like kid stuff like house, and she came over the house, playing doctor, playing doctor, and she's like, she's like, oh, come over here, let's go play over here. I'm like, okay, and then we went to my room. She's like, let's go in the closet. I'm like, okay, what are we gonna do? She's like, okay, I see this, I see my mom do this to my dad all the time. I'm like, oh, do what? Okay, just close your eyes. I'm like, all right, and she comes in and kisses me and starts putting her tongue. I'm like, oh, what is that? I don't like that. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Get off me. She's like, but no, it's okay, it's okay, relax, relax. And then my mom, she does this, and then she like, she tries to. Like, we had onesies. The Pyjamas? Yeah. So she she unzipped my whole pyjama. She was playing with my, you know, with my, your my pito and my with balls. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. And I wasn't getting Five years hard old? or did anything. You, did I was, you get hard? I felt so well, disgusted. So I little. felt ugly. I felt ugly. But then. How old were you then? I was about five. Yeah, five years old. I was five years old. Five years old. And, and then the next year came where I experienced my, the boy one. And how old was the boy? He was seven. So he's, he was a year older than me. No, he was, I'm sorry, he was eight. He was two years older than me. We're two years apart. And so, uh, yeah, he's, one day we were sleeping over and he, he was like, like moving up against me, like rubbing up against me. I was like, okay, but this feels weird. Like, what are you doing? And then he was just like touching me. Did it excite you? But it, yeah, it was exciting me because it was in the dark and we we're under, in my bed, we we're in the covers and he was just groping me. Not like the girl, the girl rushed me. She did it real quick. He was more like gentle about it and just, and eventually he stuck his dick in me. I was like, okay, what the hell is this going on here? And, and I liked seven? it. I liked it. He yeah. was your age. But I think this is close, different. Close. We were close in age. He was eight. I was uh, six. This you is, liked it? But it's just different because he, he, they're the same age. But it didn't hurt? No. Because they were little. <laughs> okay, little. honestly, I'm going to be super, like, I've always wondered about. But I was molested when I was younger. Whether or not it played a factor, it could have played a factor. But before then, even before he did all that stuff, I mean, I've always been more attracted to men. I mean, mm -hmm. you remember reading Rainbow? Yeah. You remember LeVar Burton? Remember LeVar Burton? Yes. El Negrito? Uh-huh. I, I loved him. He was super sexy, super handsome. And every time he read a book, I just, I melted. melted. Yeah, <laughs> it was so funny. They're like, who was your first crush when you were younger? Um, LeVar Burton from Reading Rainbow. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it's the funniest thing ever. Okay, let's talk, let's talk some real um, gay stuff here. Okay, mm -hmm. well, yes. I know where we are, but I, I mean, okay, <laughs> anal sex. Let's just talk about anal sex, mm -hmm. right? Like, how do you find that to be enjoyable? I love it. 
Because, okay, because I'm, I'm you yeah. know, you don't have Ruby. to be a man to enjoy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know you don't. I know you don't. Ruby, what are you trying to damn, say? You oh, see, we're getting sneak peeks about Ruby right now. <laughs> Ruby is the one that hasn't had sex, and she's talking about anal sex. No, listen. I'm just saying. I've I've heard women saying it. That anal just, sex is only good when you are super duper comfortable with the person that is going to stick it in you. I think because I, I've I've had it too, and I've actually had one of my best orgasms through anal sex. Honestly, Get because I here. was extremely comfortable with that person. Okay. I mean, like, I mean, we use lube and all that. Got you know you. what I mean? Yeah. But I I've never done it with anybody else because I just it hurt like hell. So well. my thing is like, how do men enjoy anal sex? That's the only way you guys can do it. Does Besides it, a man going down on you, of course you yeah, can come. Yeah, I mean we only have two holes: my mouth and my ass. That's about it. But do you really? And how do you enjoy anal sex if the if the if the hole is so tight? Be honest. Do it? Does it stretch at it some point? Stretch. It gets you, bigger. Well, yeah, we go to the bathroom. Caca comes out of it. <laughs> no, no, no. But, like it gets se hace más grande yeah. con el tiempo. Yeah, yeah. No. You know With what? time, do you uh, have it bigger? We, we always have this joke where, you know, if you take a, a big dick, you're going to be loose forever. No, it's not like <laughs> that. We, it, it's, it's, it's called kegels. We have kegels. You, you tighten up the muscle. It's a muscle. You, it's, your butt is a muscle, so you can tighten it back up. Oh. It's, just, it's just people like to make fun of it and make jokes about it. Like, oh, you're loose. Oh, she's loose. Oh, you know, it's like, no, bitch, I'm not loose. I'm fucking, I'm tight. I'm tight, 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 tight. So I do my, I, my exercises. I, I'm doing I, them right now as we're doing this interview. So okay. Okay. Everybody do kegels. Kegel. 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 Now, now. <laughs> On the count of three, do kegels. Uh, now, I have a question. There's different type of gays, right? Yes. So there's bottom, top. Like we're just me. talking about. I'm yeah. a bottom. You're but uh, I'm right now. I'm in the transition. As I get older, I'm noticing that I'm liking to be more on the top as well. So I'm like I'm transitioning to be a versatile, a versatile bottom. So we have top, which is the person who who likes to give it, who's the male. The bottom is the female, the one that receives it. And then you have um, the power top that that likes to plow for a long time. That they they can go for. A very like an that hour, just, two hours. That just sounds and they so can, painful. They can come about three, four times. And what does the bottom do the there? Bot- that th- we have a power bottom. Takes it. That that we call that a power bottom that can take a lot of a lot of stress, a lot of strain. I yeah. I like. What do you mean a lot? A like, power bottom like can do us, a, a power what, do, bottom what does can, that mean to us women? Like, how would you translate that? that to us? Well, the bottom is is a woman. Yeah, it's like the woman. So they're it's the like one that. Hey, that's not necessarily true. Some women like to ride that shit. <laughs> like well, a cowgirl. That's what a bottom is. It's not the same thing. We're taking it. We're getting it in our hole. We're the woman. We're the one that's getting it. Sí, pero si tú a mí me dices, oh, this, este macho, he's gonna give it to you like all night or how? Oh how? yeah, you know what he's I mean. Gonna how gonna go do you long? Tr- he's, yeah, yeah, like he lasts. He lasts. That's what you tell me. Yes. Oh, okay. He's a stallion girl. Eh, eh, okay, okay, and, okay. Now I get it. And the other ones would be like, oh, he doesn't like. Oh, just, he's gonna give it to you for five minutes. That's mm, what you would probably say. Probably five minutes, ten minutes. Quickie, that's regular the, the gay. Hour. That's not regular gay. Well, it's like a half hour. It just depends on. The penis, how sensitive it is, and how quick he comes. That's wow, about it. that's like a whole other world. I kind of, I, I, I feel like I would want to see just you know, you know, everybody has fantasies, uh-huh. and and just the, not necessarily a fantasy, but stuff like you're like, I would love to see that shit. I, I would love to I would love to see two guys getting it on like to see do you how, like, well go you to like the to hub see? girl no, go to pornhub.com no. oh I, that's true I can see it on on porn but 
But I'm just wondering, <laughs> is it really as enjoyable? Because it just sounds painful. You know, I understand the man and the woman because there's it's a penis. There's a hole it goes into. It's it's more normal. I'm sorry. I'm not saying gay people are not normal. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's another it's a very tight hole. But Ruby, us as heterosexual women, why is it that men always want to put it in your butt? Yeah, because it's That's- the tightest hole. It's the smallest hole. Hey, the I can one. guarantee you mine is as tight as it gets. <laughs> you never allow anybody to penetrate you there? Wait a minute. So wait, you have you ever, have you ever... Her dad's listening. You, she pleads have, the fifth. Have you ever fingered yourself, pleasured yourself down there in your butt? Be honest. It's okay. It's but natural. First, first it no, yes or we, no, Ruby? We all get prostate exams. I mean... I, I do because I had to get it, but I know you Look, guys don't have Look, there's prostate. a saying that if you don't want to sleep with yourself, nobody else will want to sleep with you. <laughs> so, of course. Okay. Now, I have a question. So, you guys like big penises, right? No, not all the time. No? No. So, I hear a lot of my gay friends that like big penises, and I'm like, how can you like big penises if they're going... There's a small percentage that do like that stuff. Oh, they right? Like, they like where it goes all the way in. I mean, and unless you want cramps the next couple of days, and by all so means... So, you guys like smaller better. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I, I prefer seven to eight. Women, to me, seven to eight is good. Not too thick, not too thin, just right. And yeah, like, we definitely don't want it looking like a little spaghetti. No. Exactly. <laughs> Hell no. I know. That, <laughs> no, but you know what? Like Erika, noodle. You know what I love about you? I love that. Follow him on social media, by the way, at the homo homie. I love that you're so comfortable talking about this topic because, yes. because there's, there's yes. a lot of gay people out there that are listening to us right now that are really suffering. You know, that they're torn, their family has disowned them, they are super afraid to come out of the closet. Mm -hmm. And so, what could you tell these people that are listening to us, like, what types of words of wisdom or courageous words can you give them? Because they there's people that kill themselves because their families don't accept them and they just feel like they don't belong. So, the fact, I really applaud that about you, that you're so open about it and you're like, this is who I am, this is how I was born, this is what I like, I'm unapologetic about it. What can you tell those people that may be suffering right now? Well, yeah, like you just said, uh, I was born with like this. I am who I am. I'm proud of who I am. I don't have no reason to hide. Why would I want to be hiding all my life? Why would I want to like be stuck in that in that mindset and just make myself go crazy for nothing and not be who I'm, who I am and who I was meant to be? You know, I believe in God. I believe in a higher power. I know He loves me. He created me for a reason. We are all unique. You know, we're not. We're perfectly imperfect. Yes. And I like that. You know, there's always help. There's always resources. There's a whole bunch of resources out there. If your family disowns you, go to a friend. If your friend disowns you, go to an LGBT center. There's a lot. And there's one in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can find them anywhere. I mean, it's it's easy. And don't worry. Everything will be okay. It gets better. This two shot pads, it's kind of like a, you know, it's a Latino thing when you get pregnant at a young age and the parents are like, no, la cagaste, da, 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 da. <laughs> but once the kid is born, oh, they love it. Everybody loves that kid. Everybody gets over it. It might take your old school parents some time to say, mm-hmm. holy shit, I have a gay child, but you are who you are. And I love that about you, Erika. Thank you for sharing your heart with yes, us. So thank you for no, Thank you, guys. So much detail. And now all of a sudden, um, just kidding. No, <laughs> no, but it's so interesting. I, I don't know. I just, 
think it's really painful. And if you want to know more, I can always come back so I can always give you my mind, my opinion. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, and before you leave, um, let's show the world how you can sing because he said that he used oh to sing. Oh, my God. And he hates when I put him on the spot, but this dude has a great voice. Okay. Watch, let's sing. I wasn't even prepared. Oh, my God. Water. He's like, drink some water. <laughs> but he they call him at his job. He's a waiter <clears> part-time. <throat> and he they call him the singing waiter. Because he sings to everybody that goes to eat there. All right, all right. He, <clears throat> he was in a theater class. <clears throat> yeah, I did. I, like I said, I was in theater. I was in drama. Oh, and I was in nice. I was in music. Uh, four years of high school and all four years um, of, of college. I, I did go to community college, three-year music conservatory program. It was amazing. So anyways, I'll go ahead and sing. I'll try. Go, go, <clears throat> sing. It's okay. the morning. Y volver, volver. <laughs> no, no, uh, oh, Lord. Hopefully I can remember these words. <clears throat> Abrázame, apriétame a tu cuerpo, hasta fundir todo tu ser dentro de mí. Te quiero, tanto te quiero, es mi querer. Y mezcla de amor. Wait, she's sorry. Forgot <laughs> the words. Yeah. 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 That's, That's part of it. So the homo homie, we love you for <laughs> reals. Thank you for being so open and honest. Most people would have like shut down. Like hell no, I ain't answering that. Yes. I'm a top. I'm a bottom. That's private. But you are just an open book. I know. I am kind of nervous, but I'm just a little flustered. I'm good though. <laughs> you guys made me comfortable. So I love my cute. girls. <laughs> Seriously, Ruby, they're gonna think we're like super sexual beasts because we talk about sex a lot, and we do, right? we do, huh? But you know what? It's okay to be comfortable with your sexuality, and if you're not, by the time you're finishing, by the time you finish our episodes, you're gonna be comfortable with it. But dude, we're Latinas. We're fiery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, I think that's the time. We're, our show's over. Oh no. Ya se terminó la cosa. But listen, every Wednesday, make sure you download the application cbsplay.it. Okay, go to your app store, download it, tell a friend, hashtag us, Roxy and Ruby, and we'll see you next week. And remember, you're listening to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.